Hello, so welcome to a new podcast by CS2. This one's going to be called Rethinking and it's going to be a podcast that's going to still be under the forward umbrella, but Chrissy's going to be focusing the main forward podcast on the interview type podcast. And then this is going to be another subcategory, kind of like uh, Mops in 10, which are, you know, they're ones really focusing on more tactical Mops advice and different actual frameworks and every, like getting really into the nitty gritty of, you know, different aspects of marketing ops and how you can be better at your job. And this one is going to be called Rethinking, and it's going to be focusing more on what are some of the things that we take for granted in marketing, in marketing ops, demand gen? What are things that we need to rethink? Um, you know, I've been in this line of work now since 2010, and there's a lot of, you know, it's quite an innovative space, I guess, where a lot of things progress really quickly. There's lots of new um, things to focus on, lots of new strategies, lots of new technologies, lots of new ways to use data and things like that. But at the same time, there are actually a lot of aspects of what we do that have kind of stayed the same or haven't kept up with the pace of change and need to, need to be thought differently. Um, so in the you know, forward umbrella of forward thinking, this is rethinking. And it's going to be me doing some solo episodes. I will invite some people from our team to come on from the CS2 team who will have some really great ideas as well on aspects of marketing that we can rethink and think differently about. So they'll probably be kept relatively short, 10, 15, 20 minutes, but there isn't really a, a length in mind, really just getting into the details of what we think could be thought differently. So today, today's episode is rethinking marketing. So I thought I'd start right at the top. And the way that I want to approach this is something that we've talked about before, I believe, on the podcast and in different avenues. And it's really about how you operationalize your marketing. So you can have the best strategy in the world where you've really understand your customers, you understand your product market fit, you understand the channels you want to use, you understand you have a great plan. But if you're a marketing operations team, or even if you don't have a marketing operations team, it's, they're under-resourced, they're not strategic, and you're not able to actually operationalize your marketing strategy, it's going to fail. This is why we talk a lot about how you really need to bring in marketing ops, whether that's the person on your marketing ops team or the whole team, or even just marketing operations thinking into that planning process, into the, the definition, the, the defining and the design stage of your strategy. It can't be something that which is what happens a lot where senior marketing people, senior people on the team, they're coming up with all these really cool, creative ideas. And then when it comes time to actually execute on those ideas, they throw it over the fence to the marketing operations team who are kind of left scrambling. They're trying to figure it out. They didn't really, they, they weren't part of the planning process. So they weren't able to really inform the marketing strategy in a way that's going to make sure that it can be effective based on the limitations of your process, your team, your technology, based on maybe the opportunities that you have 
in that. And so your strategy is never going to be actualized because you ignored the fact you didn't think about how to actually make it happen. So it just becomes an operational disaster. Now, there's a lot of things in, in marketing operations you do need to think about. Things like your tech stack, the processes that you have, both human and you know, automated processes in your technology stack, the capabilities of the team, how quickly you can you know, launch new things with the team, how quickly you can enable the team to actually conduct the marketing activities that, you've taught, that you actually need to, to kind of achieve the strategic objectives that you have. Um, the analytics and the data that you have to help you be able to even understand if stuff's working, right? And to be able to understand if you need to improve it or optimize it or what is not working or what you need to kill. So there is a lot, it's the kind of the, goes back to the old school people, process, technology, and data, the four pillars of marketing operations that really needs to be thought about when it comes to a marketing strategy. Now, I have built this quadrant and it's not anything official. It's kind of just a fun way to think about this and to contextualize what we're trying to talk about here. So I'm going to share my screen and take you through the four different areas of the quadrant and where you might fit in. So as I share this, like the Ghana magic quadrant or whatever, you know, this is kind of inspired by that, but there's four different areas, right? We have preppers, wanderers, pretenders, and market winners. And we have two different axes. One is the ability to operationalize your strategy. And the other is the quality of your marketing and revenue strategy. And those things obviously go very hand in hand. And, you know, in fact, even your marketing and revenue strategy should include the operations piece, which then makes you be able to operationalize it. But if you think of these two things independently, you're coming up with the strategy, like I talked about at the beginning, your plan, your, your personas, maybe you've got an ABM strategy, you've got you know, the different channels that you might use or the data that you're going to use to inform decisions and your goals, whether you're going to be focusing on revenue or pipeline and all of these things. And then there's the actual ability to get all of that done. Do the marketing that you want to do, do it well, scale it, report on it, figure out if it's working, improve it. So the four different categories that I just mentioned, uh, most people will fit into the pretender. So this is where you really thought, yeah, okay, we're going to be you know, revenue pipeline driven. We, we know who we're targeting. We're going to be hyper-focused on this vertical, these personas. We want to target them like this. You know, we're going to, you know, our, we've got product market fit, all the different things that will go into your strategy are great. But you've got, you know, 2,000 person company, you're trying to grow in faster, you've got one marketing operations person who's just struggling to keep all of this stuff together. So we call them a pretender because you've got a great, you've got really great ideas, but you can't execute. So you're really pretending that you're doing anything. You know, maybe you're talking about it on LinkedIn or in your, your circles about how great these plans are. But when it comes to actually executing, it's a disaster. Your team is mostly focusing on fire drills. They're not able to really create that buyer and customer experience that you're trying to shoot for because there's issues in your process, there's issues in your tech, there's issues in your data, and you're constantly just trying to address all these operational headaches 
and not really actualize your strategy. So that's why we call them pretenders, because you're really just pretending, right? Nothing's getting done. <clears throat> so the, uh, the bottom left is wanderers. Now, this is probably mostly reserved for early stage companies who are still trying to focus more on their product and engineering and kind of getting everything off the ground. Maybe they don't even have a marketing person yet. Um, so you, you don't really have your marketing strategy built out and you, you don't have an operations team, right? Because if, if you don't have a marketing team, why would you have a marketing operations person? So this is, you know, this is probably a, a category that every company probably grows through at some point. Maybe you're just, you're just trying to figure things out. So I'm not going to focus too much on it because, you know, I mean, if you do end up in, if you're still in this and you do have a marketing team, you have an operations team and you are going more for that growth stage as opposed to that real just like core startup stage, that's obviously a huge problem and you need to figure out both your strategy and operations, but that's just should be blindingly obvious. So they're wanderers, you know, you're wandering around trying to figure things out. You don't really have a plan. Then we have preppers. So up in the top left. Now, these are companies that it's not as common as the pretenders, but it, it happens in, in different pieces in, in what we see. So if people are just prepping, like we call them preppers because you're just prepping for the thing to happen that may, ne may never happen. So you, you haven't really got a marketing strategy, but you maybe you're just buying loads of tech and tools and that's really, you think that's your strategy. And I, you, people talk about this a lot on LinkedIn, so I don't need to get into it in too much detail, but technology doesn't equal strategy. Your technology should be enabling your strategy. It is not the strategy in itself. So if you're going around shiny object syndrome, just buying tools in the absence of strategy, you're a prepper. And then finally is where you want to be. So this is the market winners. Now you've got an excellent strategy and you're actually able to make it a reality. You have a well-resourced, talented marketing ops team that's empowered to make decisions, build what they need to build and really enable the business to achieve the goals that the business has set. And you're able to, they're able to measure. You're, able, you're not just chasing the, the latest fire drill. You're able to be more proactive and you're able to really figure out what's working and improve your marketing. Um, this is really reserved for those companies that have got you know, their shit together, basically. You've got that strategy sorted out. You're mature enough in that area. But you've also understood the value of what I'm talking about here, where you, won't, you knew you wouldn't be able to bring that to fruition, actualize that strategy without an operations team that's well-resourced and is able to really build what you need to build to bring that to life. Um, so that is your operations team focusing on the customer experience, focusing on the data that you need, building analytics framework so you're able to really um, make better decisions and then constantly improve your marketing. They're really enabling the team and training the team to use the technology that you've got, not just buying tech for the sake of it, but you buying it that's really going to help you be better and improve your marketing and building those business cases so that doesn't end up, you know, you don't lose your way in that area. And the companies that are in this category, they're beating their competition, right? Think how often you have maybe been shopping for technology and you've had a poor experience either on the website, trying to understand about the product, 
trying to get more information, trying to communicate with sales. Once you do give your information, you get a poor experience because you're just being blasted with emails, no coherent strategy behind them. You're maybe even a customer already, maybe, but then you're being treated like you're not a customer. Like how many emails have you got from salespeople, like new business salespeople trying to sell you something you already have, right? This is all operational problems, which are really damaging the customer experience, which then lead to a lot of actual true revenue and competitive issues because the companies that aren't experiencing these issues are really delighting their customers and they're making sure that, the, that um, they're not falling foul to those issues, but then also taking advantage of potentially the opportunity that is in their market. Um, they're able to scale quicker. You're, they're able to go through that stage of hypergrowth where they're tripling the size of the company without just creating a disaster. They're able to adapt, adapt faster. <clears throat> this is so apparent in COVID. The companies that had a, and this is probably why, actually, one of the reasons why marketing operations is having a bit of a moment now because everyone had to pivot so quickly during COVID. And those companies that had a good operational foundation and structure they were able to pivot. They were able to, yes, it, it was still stressful, but they were able to figure it out, pivot, continue to make good decisions, continue to execute against their marketing plan and strategy, which obviously probably changed somewhat, but they were able to adapt and change and facilitate that change. The companies where their operations was in the toilet, they're probably still <clears throat> trying to figure it out, right? This, it's just still probably a disaster there. So. Um, that really was apparent over the last couple of years. Um, they're able to grow. They're able to grow grow faster, both kind of adopting um, or acquiring new customers and making sure the whole revenue process is accelerated and because they're enabling their team and their team is actually able to get their job done without being kind of restricted through all of these issues. Like think how many people are in sales and marketing complaining about their job that is an operational problem, right? Salespeople saying they're getting shitty leads or they're not getting high quality leads or um, the process is just arduous and they're spending all their time just updating pointless things in Salesforce when they're actually trying to, you know, make, get the customer the information they need or they just have been trained to just go into an outreach or sales loft and just blast people because that's just the easiest kind of operational thing to do. Whereas the harder thing to do would actually be kind of curate that customer experience, but then no one's really got the operational know-how to figure that out. Or from the marketing team, how many times have they complained about they need to get this campaign set up or they need to get the data to be able to understand if this thing is working or not, but the data is crap. The, the campaign process is crap. All of these things, are restricting the team's ability to execute, which means you can't scale quick, you can't adapt, you can't grow, and you just have too many inefficiencies in the way to be effective. So this is why is rethinking marketing to make sure that you really understand that you need both of those aspects. You need two, two things if, if you have to boil it down as simple as possible. You need a strategy and you need a plan on how to execute that strategy, which is your operational plan. And that operational plan is strategic in itself. And those two things really shouldn't be separated. They should be one and the same. And it's actually why people always ask us how to, how to explain marketing operations and what it is. And it's, it, it is kind of indistinguishable from 
marketing in itself, you know, how you get stuff done, how you actually execute is also the plan itself, right? So you shouldn't be thinking about your strategy and then thinking about your operations. You should be thinking about those two things at the same time. And the companies that do that are out-competing the ones that don't. And we see it every day. So that is the first episode of Rethinking. Um, we'll continue to talk about things in this kind of manner and bring on more people from the team, like I said. And I hope you enjoyed it. But if there's anything that you think re that needs rethinking, let me know and we'll tackle it. Yeah.